0: And a welcome back to I Love That for You. Um, just wanted to say hi, and we have a new guest on today. So today our guest is Natalie Barbu, and I don't know if you guys have followed her. She's a pretty big YouTuber, um, and has a good um, Instagram presence as well. She also has a podcast and a new. She has a whole agency with a brand that she's starting. So. Um, I actually know her through Instagram. That's actually how we met and I've not met her in person, but we've kind of chatted through social media a bunch of times. Um, So I just wanted to bring her on because I think that you guys will find her story really cool um, and different and unique and hopefully relate to yours a lot. So Natalie is from North Carolina. Um, She went to college there and then she ended up moving to New York City once she quit her nine-to-five job so that she could pursue her youtube and instagram and all that her influencer career and eventually she was able to quit that nine to five you know kind of took that leap into really going for it and i think a lot of you or a lot of us have these other passions that we want to do and it's hard for us to break through leaving the job that gives us so much security so we're going to talk with her about that today and about her consulting business and she also has podcasts like i mentioned so she's kind of just doing it all and a really great person for you guys to listen to and get advice or you know all that so without further ado we're just going to get right into it and i'm going to introduce you to natalie we have natalie barbu here today um, and i'm going to introduce her in a second we kind of just are going to talk about which i said before social media presence youtube kind of all that stuff Um, So, hi. (laughs)
1: Hi, thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, thanks for coming on. Um, I know that we, actually, I don't even know if we've met in person before, but we kind of have, like, known each other a little bit through social media, through your manager still, right, who I don't Yeah. I still talk to Taylor all the time, but, um, so that's kind of how I met you, but it was just through, like, social media i guess yeah
1: taylor told me about she's like oh you should meet up with this girl she's really cool she lives in new york and then we started following each other and yeah we haven't met in person yet and now i feel like it's even harder to meet in person but oh my gosh yeah through social media yeah yeah
0: well i was gonna ask you like how everything's going i know that you're from north carolina right
1: Mm -hmm. and then you moved to
0: new york city like just in time for all of this i know which is crazy so like how's that going
1: yeah, I mean, it's good. But it's definitely not the summer I imagined because this would have been yeah. my first summer in the city. So I moved in September. Okay. So I had I had like some summer, you know, like September, but it was kind of like dying off. Um, yeah. And then corona happened and I went home and now I'm back. I came back in May. So I've been here now for like two months and I was expecting it to be like a ghost town or like really eerie. And I think it was like that maybe in like March or April. But by yeah. the time I came back here it's pretty normal now like obviously everyone's wearing masks social distancing restaurants are not open inside but like you're still able to hang out in small groups and like go out to eat outside so that's been nice and like the weather's been so nice so we've just been walking around a lot so it's honestly like not bad like it's it's a very like it's a new normal
0: yeah well pat and i have been debating because like our original plan was to go to new york um get married go to new york
1: Yeah, I was already
0: living there. So then I was like, shit, what do I do? So I ended up obviously leaving. And now we're like debating what to do after the summer. Because like, it's just hard. Like, I still like, I feel like people are still leaving. But then I also feel like people are still there. Like, obviously, people live there. So it's just like, I don't know, It's a lot of money for me to just like pay
1: up to
0: like not have the full city back but I don't know I miss it still and I'm like I'm sure people are still going out still doing stuff so it's like you know right that right
1: are you gonna move to you guys like are you debating not moving back to New York after like this is all over
0: like we our plan is still even like a month ago was after the summer to go back to New York because that was like just where our home was gonna be um and now we're like debating Philly or just like other areas which I like don't want to do it's kind of yeah. just like that change that I'm like, I had my mindset on going back to New York, but with work changing and everything, like it's not like I have to be there, so right. I don't know. We're we're still like up in the air, but I do. Right. Think-
1: I mean, rent now is so much cheaper. If you guys did want to try it out, I think you can negotiate for a really cheap rent. We negotiated yeah. with our landlord, so we're staying um, in our current apartment, and I was like, didn't know if I was going to stay or go, and then... We got um like a significant decrease. I think we got how much? Like seven hundred dollars off oh, wow. on rent. When you have a yeah. roommate, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So total seven hundred dollars off. Right. On we're rent. Still- but we like negotiated for like a thousand dollars off and then we met at yeah. seven hundred. So we're like, Okay, it works. That worked.
0: <laughs> well we originally like we were about to sign an apartment um back in april for july so they were gonna let us like not pay and wait until july to go which is like unheard of in new york Mm -hmm. usually it's like you get right in and then like the day before we went to go to the bank we were like we just had so many bad thoughts and that was like right when this kind of started so we were going to get one for july and she was being like really she was lenient with the rent and then we didn't do it and now i don't know but we'll figure it out yeah (laughs) i don't know yeah
1: no everything will work out
0: yeah so, what kind of brought you from North Carolina to New York? I remember when you were still there, and then yeah. I remember Taylor telling me, "I think she's moving to New York," and I was like, "Oh wow, like so different."
1: Yeah. So, I have always wanted to live in New York. I've like I went. I remember as a family vacation, and when I was nine years old, and I was like, "Oh my God, I love it here. Like, I need to move here one day." And it, even in high school, like that never went away. Like always, I was telling my parents, "Like, I'm gonna move to New York one day." Yeah. And then it nothing ever just like. It just never fell into place up until like a year out of college. So I went to college, and then a year out of college, I had quit my job. And I was like, okay, now is my time. Like, I have no ties to North Carolina anymore. You know, like, I don't have anything holding me back because I'm working for myself now and I can finally move there. So I just like bit the bullet and moved. And it's been like such a good decision. Like, even despite all of this, I'm still really happy to be here and I can see myself here for a while. Um, I just really like the city a lot. Yeah. So it's so different. Yeah. I mean, what, you yeah. in Charlotte? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So
0: Charlotte's like. I used like, to live in Durham. So I like. Oh, okay. Have, I used to go there the first year that we dated, like he was there and I was in New York. So I kind of know like the, at least that area a little bit.
1: But. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Charlotte's like a, a bigger city now. Like it's, it's definitely up and coming, but I mean, obviously it doesn't compare to New York.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Not at all. Um, why don't you tell everyone and me (laughs) kind of like how you got started? Um, I know with like your YouTube was kind of your first thing. And I think you started like years ago, like before it was even like popular, which is awesome because it kind of, I feel like it maybe helped you get like where you are.
1: Yeah, Um, definitely.
0: Yeah. I guess you can kind of just give us some background.
1: Yeah, so I started a YouTube when I was 15, and I'm 24 right now, so I started nine years ago, uh, and then I just, like, kept doing it, but it wasn't – I was, like, on and off up until college, so, like, from 15 to 18, I was posting, but, like, very sporadically, like – it was all like makeup and fashion videos. Like it wasn't anything yeah. like with my personality at all. And then uh, it wasn't even a thing, you know. Like I didn't know yeah. I could make money off of it. Like I, I had no idea what could come out of it. I just was bored and like liked watching which these is cool, like beauty gurus. When you're
0: young, you're like, I mean, the fact that you started so young and you didn't feel like nervous or like it wasn't like who's watching that kind of thing. Like and you just kept right. going, which is really cool.
1: Yeah. So I, I mean, I definitely like was started it and then like I was I wouldn't say I took it seriously until college so like then college came around and I was like okay I think you can start making money off of this because I started seeing people like do sponsorships and moving to LA for it and I was like okay there's definitely money in this if like yeah people are doing that how are they doing it (laughs) right and so I was like okay I'm gonna like start taking it seriously now so then I started uploading once a week I started having more of a consistent schedule um and then I like started being more open about it because when I was in high school I like didn't tell anyone that I was doing it because I was like so embarrassed so I started being more open about it and then it kind of just I wouldn't say it took off but like once I was maybe around a junior in high school or in college I like definitely started seeing way more subscribers like I'm pretty sure my senior year of was it my senior year I think it was my senior year of college I hit a hundred thousand so it took a while to hit yeah on YouTube so it took a long time I mean now I feel like people are going viral and they're hitting 100k in like three months and I'm like okay wow took me like six years or something like that but uh so it definitely took a while and then once I hit 100 a year later I hit 200 so then it it was just like an exponential growth um so yeah once I got out of college I Kind of knew I could do it full-time eventually, but was, like, not sure yet if I should. Yeah. So I got a job, and then once I started working there for nine months, I was fully able to do YouTube and, like, social media full-time, so I quit my job, and now I've been doing that ever since. Gotcha. That's
0: crazy. I mean, like, what do you think – do you think – I mean, people are always like, how do you grow? And I'm like, I think consistency is, like, such a big – like, that's key, for me at least, and I'm, like, seeing it now, but that's still, like, years later, you don't realize, and you're like – how do you start and it's like right what do you, you what have I mean? like what do you say like especially for you youtube just but i feel like that's so much harder
1: Yeah, I mean, you have to just like start and like start posting consistently even when no one's watching and being yourself is huge also because I feel like people think like, oh, let me just copy a bunch of big YouTubers because they're successful. So like if they're doing something, then it it should work for me. And it's like you have to be yourself though and put your own twist on everything. And it's not even like, oh, let me come up with a way to put my twist on it. It's just like honestly not trying to copy other people. It's already putting a twist on it. So I think that's like the biggest thing is when people start like editing exactly like someone else or taking the exact same videos as someone else or taking you know like the same exact even like their mannerisms they start like literally being Doing another person yeah yeah or like, I feel like that their too. video titles and it's like you have to be a little bit more yourself or else why would people watch you if they're they can watch someone that's like like you that you're copying you know so right, right. I always tell people that and like consistency is huge because in the beginning you're going to feel like no one's watching and in the beginning no one might be watching but like as time goes on you will get viewers and honestly I think slow and steady growth is like better than just like going viral because then people know you like for exactly who you are you know because it's like they've grown up with you rather than just like, like yeah
0: yeah if one video goes viral then like they're kind of looking at that only video and you might lose a lot of those subscribers So they know you better and, like, you're slow and steady, I I agree with that. It's, like, it might bring you more success in the long run.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think if you have one video that makes you go viral, then people are going to expect all your content to be exactly like that. And, like, what if that's not exactly the type of stuff you want to make? So I think actually slow and steady is, like, a lot better than just, like, one thing that, like, pops you off.
0: Right. I mean, like, obviously that happens and it's great. But, like, it's so rare. You can't, like, count on those moments either. right. Um, Right. Why do you I mean like why did you start why was like YouTube your choice? I guess maybe I feel like Instagram was big before YouTube, right?
1: So when I started I YouTube, I started YouTube before Instagram even existed, which is crazy oh, okay. to me. wow. You're like yeah. an OG. <laughs> like, yeah. So yeah, I remember yeah. I remember getting Instagram and being like what is this? I was like, "Oh, I think it's just like a photo editing app." So I would like yeah. post Use all the these pictures I had to. Add to yeah <laughs> yeah so I would just post all of these pictures from my camera roll and like edit them and like post them but I didn't think anyone could see them because I didn't understand the whole like following right. other people on this yeah. like, photo editing app I
0: remember that too
1: yeah and so then I just posted a bunch of like random pictures and then I started seeing like oh someone liked your photo and I was like what does this mean I was like I was yeah. had no idea what Instagram was so I think Instagram started when I w- it maybe started like a year after I started YouTube. Or at least okay. started getting big. Like, I don't know if the yeah. company formed before then, but right. it didn't start getting popular until after YouTube.
0: Okay, so you just were on the YouTube. and
1: um, Yeah. When did you start on Instagram?
0: I started, like, three three years ago. And, like, I didn't even – I mean, I had a Instagram, but that was when, like, it was just, like, for my friends and whatever. And then I think I eventually just started it after – I graduated or, like, my senior year of college.
1: Mm. And then I was kind
0: of, like, I moved home and that was, like, all I wanted to do. So I just, like, stayed home and, like, started doing that. And then I still was, like, I didn't really even know it was a thing you could make money from. And yeah. And I was, like, wait, people are, like, doing this. I need to, like, step yeah. it up and, like, continue and, like, not – and then you just, like, stop caring about what other people think, so. Right. I started, like, three years ago, and,
1: but. do you um, have a blog, or did you just have Instagram? Yeah, I
0: have, well, I had my Instagram, and then I started my, web, like, my blog, my website, which I still okay. use, but I do feel like it's, like, I mean, it's, like, the only thing that you own. So right. that's why I've kept it, and, like, I keep up with that, but I do feel like I focus more on, like, Instagram. And, yeah. like, that's scary to me, too, because I'm, like, that could just, like, erase in a second. I mean, all of the platforms could, I guess. Yeah. I know you've talked about, like, why social media is not oversaturated. And I feel like that's a good topic because I feel like a lot of people ask me, like, how do you start? And then they're like, how do you, like, find yourself in social media? And it's like, it's kind of a hard question to answer, I feel like.
1: Yeah. Because it seems
0: oversaturated.
1: Yeah, and I mean, everyone's always like, oh, it's too saturated. Like, everyone's doing it because it's way more popular now, and I think it's viewed as more of, like, an industry. But I always compare it to, like, restaurants or music, and I'm like, you would never be like, oh, I don't want another restaurant opening up in New York because we have too many. It's like, it's just because I go to one restaurant doesn't mean I'm not going to go to this new one that opens up. It's like there's room for everyone. It's not like... It's not like streaming services, for example, where it's like, oh, Spotify or Apple Music, I can only pick one because there's no point in having two. It's like, okay, no, you can have multiple like if someone watches my video doesn't mean that they're not going to watch your video same with like music like you would never be like oh well like that song already came out so like i'm not going to listen to any other one because i'm only listening to one song it's like no you have like a bunch that you listen to so i always use that example because i think it's good sorry if you can hear like the beeping outside that's okay the cars (laughs) and the buses i know from new york (laughs) I know, um, but yeah, I'm always like, it's not oversaturated because people are constantly looking for entertainment, they're constantly looking for new people to follow, it's, I mean, look at your own Instagram feed, I think I follow like a thousand people or like 800 people, like I follow so many people on Instagram and it's like, I'm not gonna be like, oh, nope, can't follow anyone else, so I think people just need to realize there's like room for everyone in it and it's not as competitive as people make it out to be because they feel like we can all be friends and like there's way, there's so many people in the industry that you help each other out. And so I don't yeah. think it's like that oversaturated of a market. Yeah, and I always tell people like that they should
0: reach out to other people. Like within, you know, maybe if you have five thousand followers, like look at other people doing the same thing that also have five thousand followers or whatever. And like that's kind of how I started to like meet other people in the city too, just by like reaching out and like being like, We're doing the same thing. Like let's be friends and help each other out and not be like competitors because in my like college experience I felt like that's what it was I went to FIT and like by the end it was kind of like I didn't really have that many friends in college from that school because it was so competitive and it was like everyone's trying to work with like this designer and this person and then like when you have internships it's like you kind of get pushed to the back and like I was like cleaning out closets in all my internships and it's like that's great but by the end I was like okay like I'm not learning anything so like now with Instagram I feel like I've learned more just from like meeting up like reaching out myself to like other random people doing the yeah, same Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think it's actually a really great way to meet people. Like whenever people are like how do you make friends in New York? I'm like I feel like I have like an unfair advantage cuz it's like social yeah. media is such a good way to meet people. Yeah. And it's
0: always looked down upon in that way, but like for us at least I feel like I have met most of my friends in the past few years from that
1: yeah like, me too
0: yeah i have to like thank instagram for that
1: because like, i know it's yeah, hard it, to meet people in new york for sure it um, is i don't know how i mean not to be discouraging but like it is really yeah. hard to make friends as just as an adult like in any city like, yeah. i feel like yeah, like what do you do like go up to you and be like hi do you want to be my friend
0: like, yeah that's what it I feels know. like especially in the city Unless yeah you, yeah but it's almost like i always t- say to people like I have, there's people that like stay in their hometown for their whole life and they like live there and they have their friends and that's amazing and like for me, I wanted to like go do something else and then when you meet people there, it's just like different and like you just like learn a lot from that experience, I feel like.
1: Totally. Yeah.
0: So, you said that you had, I know you had this nine to five job um, and like what what do you think it was like going from that and like what made you decide that you wanted to quit besides, I guess, realizing that you like could actually make money from social media was there like a point where you like it's like the right time to just leave that because I feel like that's so scary for some people to leave the um I almost want to say like insurance like just that you know you're getting this yeah. like, paycheck every single week or month or whatever and like I didn't have that because like I never I just like stayed home and pursued this career and I never I mean I had a lot of jobs that I got like fired from that's a whole other story but like, yeah. <laughs> I never had that like nine to five that I was like all right I'm ready to leave kind of thing
1: yeah no I mean for me it was definitely a scary decision especially like getting your degree for four years getting a job that you thought that you would love and then like it not like not not being what you expected but then kind of like doing something completely different and for me it was it was one of those moments where like I was so overwhelmed and I had so many ideas that I wanted to do that I just could not do if I worked a nine-to-five job because there like physically was That's not enough hours in the day yeah. yeah so I was like I have so many things I want to do I have like I've started my podcast I wanted to start my company like I was just like I can't do this while working here and then I I would just get so overwhelmed and so stressed and I was like working myself way too much and like I was even I remember getting like breakout rashes from like stress like I would like yeah. my face would break out into like this huge rash like itchy like peeling rash and I'm like I have no idea what's causing this and eventually I, I think I just I think it was just like stress like it was so just you're, like
0: just doing way too much trying to get it yeah, yeah
1: yeah and I think so some people
0: think that you can do that but it's like you don't have to and and, you don't have to, try mean, to get everything in
1: right and like you can but it's not sustainable for a long period of time like yeah me doing it for a few months I could do it but like I could never do that for years on end like that's just like I would run myself dry I feel like you know like that's too much so I started getting also these opportunities where I was like needing to take off work and I was like hmm like I why don't for the jobs
0: for like yeah for YouTube yeah yeah
1: like my friend this wasn't actually like my work technically but my friend who did youtube was like going for two weeks to peru and like had like a plus one and was like oh you should come with me and i was like i want to do trips like that like i want to be able to work with brands like that and do these trips so like i went with her but i couldn't have done that if i worked so like i made sure to quit like before that day so that i couldn't actually go on this trip with her but that was kind of like a wake-up call of like, okay, by the beginning of June, I need to be out of here because yeah. I'm, I am I want to go on this trip and I want to have more opportunities like this. I want to be able to do things that I love. And so that was kind of like the moment where I was like, all right, I'm done.
0: <laughs> done, yeah. And I feel like when you get those opportunities too, it kind of gives you like a light bulb in your head where you're just like, I might have to take a – even if you like – not I don't know if you did or didn't, but even if you like have to take a pay cut a little bit to start out what you think is right. like going to be better in the long run – Right, And, like, I feel like you just have to do it. that's kind of, like, what it was for me. It was, like, I was living at home not making any money, but then, like, I knew if I just worked hard enough, like, it would eventually come and, like, it would take longer. But it was better for me than having a 9-to-5 job. And, like, that's obviously not the case for everyone, but I feel that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean – I just think that there's a lot, like, especially once you have the idea in your head, for me, I'm like, I won't let it go. Like, if I have the idea of, like, oh, I'm going to yeah. quit my job, it's like, I have to quit my job yeah. or else yeah. that, that will, like, I'm never get that out too. of my mind. Yeah. But, yeah. It'll be,
0: yeah. <laughs> the whole rest of my life, I'd be thinking about that, which is, like, I don't know. It's just, like, a different personality, I feel like, too. Yeah. A lot of people, but. And then you also have, like, another brand. You're consulting. Is that what it is? Yeah. Consulting company yeah
1: so i started consultation so everything's like under barbu agency is what i call it and so i'm trying to start like a pr marketing agency because i feel like i start with consultation so i started with one-on-one individuals like on zoom helping them out with like social media branding all of that stuff and then I slowly phased that out and like moved it over to patreon so I could help like more people with less time consuming on my end you know I don't have to spend an hour with each person I can just kind of like blast everything to everyone so that's why I started a patreon uh and then I was like but I really want to start this like marketing pr agency so I really Like, especially as an influencer working with brands, there's just so many times I'm like, this could be done so much better. This campaign could have been done so much better. You know, both sides. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always thinking like, okay, like this is run really weirdly, you know? So I was like, I feel like, I would be good at managing an agency like that and kind of like coming up with the creative. I know influencers. I can create like influencer relations with brands. So I'm in the – like I I have started it. I'm definitely in the the very, 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 very beginning. It's like a few months old, so I don't really have that many clients right now. But that's like what I'm doing right now is like trying to get clients for that, building that out, and trying to make it a little different than any other agency because I don't just want to be like – PR and marketing I also want to have that like educational standpoint from like my consultations so I have like an Instagram where I'm helping where I'm like not helping but like explaining social media and like how to grow on it how to make it a business so that it's like that educational part and also like connecting brands with influencers and like creating that agency for them So so you
0: have the agency is like like do you want it to be where you what are the clients like um brands or like other influencers yeah, so I want my clients them? to be brands.
1: Yeah, I want okay. my clients to be brands, and then I'll connect the brands to influencers. Gotcha. But the influencers like won't be my clients. Right, right, right. So you have you
0: are gonna have the brands, and then you're gonna connect them to other influencers. And like, I guess you're just like the middle like PR.
1: So yeah, I think of, like, yeah. Other
0: companies that do that, but
1: um. yeah, there's a there's a lot like that. But I feel like I have the advantage of like being an influencer already, so I kind of know yeah. both sides of it, and yeah. I feel like I can. I can really, like, speak to the brand in a way that influencers would want to work with them, but then also speak to influencers in the way brands would want to work with them. So that's, like, what I'm trying to do with that.
0: Yeah, and, like, I feel like there's so many times where, like you said, like I'm on an email chain and, like, either something happens and, like, the campaign lasts months because, like, you just can't get through to people or, like, there are a lot of, I think, agencies or brands also – don't understand the way that like influencers want to create their content and it's like they start like micromanaging how they want it for their brand but it's like but we know what works for us it's just like a whole weird thing that it's like hard to come across so that would be really I feel like that's awesome that you're gonna
1: start that yeah that's that's the goal it's definitely in the beginning of yeah Yeah. it's definitely beginning it's definitely (laughs) like early on yeah and then I mean you have
0: a podcast too you feel like you're literally doing a million things yeah After yeah, your yeah nine to five job <laughs> what made yeah, you want to start that
1: i just like i really and like alone, listening too. yes
0: alone, alone. but i mean like it's just you which was a mm-hmm. fear of mine going into it like i definitely didn't want to start it by myself
1: see i didn't want to do solo episodes so I wanted to have guests on because I feel like it's just easier to have that conversation, and also since I have YouTube, I was like, if I just did solo episodes, what's the difference between my YouTube and my podcast? So I wanted to like add more value, and I'm always like my favorite podcasts to listen to are interview style podcasts or ones with like two people. I don't like solo episodes. Like I just like to me they get kind of boring, and I I like like I would rather when there's two people. Yeah, by myself right like it's really hard like the fact that you have a co-host i think is good because then you can like bounce ideas back and forth or like have that conversation like interviewing people but so that's why i was like okay i really like listening to interview podcasts i feel like i could interview people like i was thinking of my friends at first so i was like i have so many cool friends like i have a friend that's a teacher and like no one talks about what it's like to be a teacher i have friends that are like someone that's a doula friends that are like going to being photographers friends that are on youtube friends that you know like I was just like, my friends do really cool, like, different jobs that aren't really, like, glamorized or talked about, and I want to, like, actually see, like, what it's really like to do that career, and so that's kind of how I started it, and now it's, like, just interviewing every, like, any career path, any life path, you know, I I don't want it to just be entrepreneurship, it definitely focuses heavily on entrepreneurship, because that's what I find interesting, but I interview people of, like, all walks of life, and that's, like, I've just like really wanted something like that. Because I thought so many podcasts just interview like really famous people. Like the skinny confidential I love. Yeah. But I feel like they only interview people that are like really successful or like really yeah. famous. Which uh, don't get me wrong, I love listening to that podcast. But I was like, I'll be like them, but like the, <laughs> the more normal people. <laughs> yeah,
0: well and like interviewing I've had um requests to I've put out there like what do you guys want to hear? And some people have said like jobs for, like talk to your friends like your friends about their jobs and like what they're doing like you want to hear like I guess like I don't want to say like normal but it's like yeah they want to hear what's like relatable to them like what they're listening to it's like what does your best friend do for work and like what does she think about your job kind of thing so I I like that idea because it's like it's just like I don't feel like that's been done and it's like a totally new perspective so
1: yeah yeah thanks Yeah. yeah I mean I just think people like you said want something that's relatable to them yeah you have talked about and like I wanted to ask you about like what you think I guess
0: the future of influencer marketing will be I feel like you have I mean with your podcast YouTube and like your new brand you have so much going on so like do you think about like what do you think it's going to be in like I mean I always think about that like what will this be in 10 years or even like 20 or even further like it's so hard with like TikTok and all of these things I guess like how are we gonna how one are we gonna continue with all these new (laughs) platforms and like what I guess what do you think it's going to to be like yeah
1: I think influencer marketing is now like it blurs the lines between traditional media and like influencers or like digital media I think they're kind of blurring together because there's so many there's so many like youtubers that are now like famous you know so I think that it's definitely blurring lines, but I think it's still going to grow and people are always looking for that relatable content. And I think that now, like, with more and more people on social media, there's also more and more people watching it and, like, consuming it than, like, five years ago. So I think now it's just going to grow more and, like, marketing agencies are solely going to focus on, like, digital media. Like, I don't think we're going to see marketing budgets go into magazine ads or go into, like, commercials or radio shows or things like that. I think it's mainly, like, 75% of their budget should be going into influencer marketing. And that way, like, like they have, like, spokespeople. Yeah.
0: That, like, that works. And, like, I don't really read magazines. as like, our generation, I feel like. It's, like, I like to have that, like, book. yeah hard cover but it's like I still don't like yeah having ads and that I feel like is gonna disappear
1: yeah you know I think it's influencer marketing has shown how successful it is and it's only gonna grow so I think brands are gonna start taking it more seriously and there's gonna be way more money in it it's gonna blur the lines of traditional and like celebrity and I think honestly it's gonna change the celebrity market I think with like Hollywood and stuff like that I think now people are gonna be needing to have a social media presence like I think models now, I've heard already like modeling agencies being like, let me see your Instagram. Like you might be like the perfect model, but they want someone also that has like a social media presence, which is crazy, yeah. I think.
0: Which is like, I almost wonder why. Because back like a while ago, like being a model, you didn't need that. It was not yeah. something that even mattered. It was just about like your image. But I guess now right. they want you to be the model and also post on social media. And I've gotten jobs with brands that have been like, come you know you are gonna do a shoot around New York City for like an eight-hour day and it's like I'm kind of just their model and it's like right and it's just so different and then they're like can you also for this extra rate post on Instagram so it's like you kind of get yeah things done
1: I think it's just because they want that relatability and I think even like founders of brands are now having social media presences because they know that they need to have that story and they need to share like who they are because we're more like conscious I feel like of who we're supporting and who we're like definitely i guess like yeah i think just who we're supporting so like we want to know everything i feel like like i want to know who started this company and what their story was and how they did that and you know i think that it's right. so now like everyone needs a social media presence to like make it yeah. on social on in like any career honestly
0: yeah do you feel like that's like generational like i kind of feel like it with my parents like their generation like they didn't really care about like right who was starting this brand and now like our generation is so like sensitive to everything that goes on. So we're like, don't support this or do support that or, you know. Right. So it's kind of like, yeah. Yeah, I
1: think it definitely is generational, but I think it's going to continue even more like as we grow older and like I think we're really going to be like, okay, who started this company? What do they believe in? What do they do? You know, I think that that's – and then be like, I want to see their Instagram. I want to see – and, you know, you want to have that like relatability because I feel like that's – you feel like closer to them if you have that
0: yeah and you would like trust them and have like just that background right almost like you know them which is kind of what brands look for in us as influencers right they're like we want to know who yeah. you are and like that's how you yeah it's a weird cycle <laughs> I'm still like, yeah
1: <laughs> I know um, yeah
0: so you talked I mean I kind of mentioned this before since you started YouTube so long ago and like you were I can't believe you were 14 that's like I, when I was 14, I was literally, like, playing with Polly Pockets. Like, I don't yeah. know. i so, still, like, not doing YouTube. Oh, um,
1: my videos um. were not good, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, whatever.
1: I mean, at least they were you very like, bad. You had the
0: mindset to, like, start, like, back when, like, that's when everyone's, like, oh, I wish I started 10 years ago. Like, yeah. all that stuff. But so how did you put, like, I mean, like, I don't know if you even have this issue, but if you did, how did you put other people's judgments, like, aside and just kind of, like, go for it and, like, continue, like, at such a young age?
1: Yeah I mean I got made fun of in high school for it whenever people found out which is why I kept it very secretive because I was like I don't want people to find out and then obviously some people did and then they would like make fun of me and I like honestly I stopped my senior year of high school because I was like I don't want to deal with this so I like really didn't post I posted like three videos in one year like I was like not posting my senior year yeah because I was so insecure about it and then once we got to college I started realizing it could be a business and I was like honestly we're 18 years old which now sounds like so young but I was like I'm 18 if you care about my life that shows more on you than it does on me I'm just going to post because it makes me happy and I miss it and yeah. I know that what this could be and so I just started posting and started like promoting it on my social media and then I mean some people were like oh that's kind of strange but I think once you're like confident and you say it like yeah I do YouTube like this is awesome right. it is people aren't yeah like yeah. if you're like oh yeah i do youtube it's like a little weird it's like oh okay you know so you have then, to say yeah. it like very confidently yeah. yeah so i started doing that and then i mean people probably still like make fun of me maybe or like talk or whatever but i feel like it's like i don't care at all because yeah especially I'm, now yeah, when, yeah 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 like, this is my yeah <laughs> i'm like i live in new york i don't have another I job like yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i'm good um, <laughs> so when you stopped for that year senior year
0: did you uh, have subscribers and like I mean, you don't – obviously, there's, you don't have to regret anything, but, like, do you wish that you would have been posting during that time? Yeah, yeah, I, I think – stopped, I guess.
1: I think by the time I stopped, I probably had, like, between eight to 12,000. So, it was still, like, mm-hmm. a good amount, you know? That is, yeah. Um, yeah, on YouTube. And so, I had, like, eight to twelve. I want to say, because I know when I entered high school – or when I entered college, I had 12,000. So, I feel like my senior year, I must have had around, like, ten, um, yeah. and then – I do I do wish I, I kept it up because like all the people that started back when I started like hit a million subscribers already you know so I'm like yeah. I could have been in that group of people because I yeah I remember like Megan Rinks you know who she is she's like a really big youtuber okay she I remember like commented on one of my videos and like Bethany Moda like liked one of my videos and I was like yeah. oh my god like these are like huge 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 girls that like Not, I don't want to be like, oh, I wish I could have been friends with them, but it's one of those things where it's like I was around like when they were around and like they're like in the millions of subscribers now. And if I didn't stop, I don't know if I could have been there. But at the end of the day, I'm also like, I really like where I'm at right now. So I don't really, it's fine. I mean, how many
0: do you have now?
1: I have 275 around or 280, something, 280,000. That's huge. Yeah. To me. Yeah. So I'm like very happy with it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I started YouTube like last year, and it was kind of just like a I feel like I should have other platforms kind of thing. And like, I have like a few thousand subscribers, but it's so hard to grow. Yeah, I think it is. Unless you're on like this path, like, I'm not posting a video every week. So I think that's like part of the problem. Like, you have to be so consistent, especially with YouTube. But now it's like, for me, it's so hard to focus on all of the platforms at once I'm right like, I just don't have time for all this. I know I know it's <laughs> so hard so much yeah like I covered everything yeah no, this is a good um, episode do you have any advice I guess for or like what would be your advice leaving this episode just for anyone listening with like everything that we talked about I guess like with Instagram and social media and like you're nine to five and you know yeah you have such a like unique story I feel like
1: Thanks yeah I think just the biggest thing is just being consistent and doing what you love and like don't give up even when the numbers aren't that like promising or encouraging you know like you have to do it even when you're small everyone starts at zero that's like what I tell everyone like every single person starts at zero subscribers no one just like starts at a hundred thousand like you all have to start with your first video with absolutely no one watching you so i think that's like the biggest thing is just like keep it up because no one like it doesn't happen overnight like it took me six years to get to a hundred thousand you know like Mm -hmm. that's a long time for a lot of people like i feel like a lot of people might have given up if it was you know if they weren't making money in six years of doing it so like you just have to like keep at it if it's something that you really want to do
0: yeah, and I feel like there's also times even still where it's like growth is great one week and the next week it's shit or like yeah. it's just always changing. And even for me, it's hard to like not look at the numbers sometimes. I'm just like, how can I – like it's never enough, but then you have right. to like look back and like look at what you've done and be like, oh, I right. actually have made it this far. So right, I like that right. piece of advice. Yeah. yeah. Why don't you tell everyone where they can find you with your podcast or your
1: agency? <laughs> yeah. <with> your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> honestly everything is just my name i've kept it very simple so yeah. it's just like at natalie barbu if my agency is barbu agency but you can even go to nataliebarbu.com and it'll come up um my podcast is the real real podcast but with natalie barbu so you can look that up um but yeah think like you guys can find me anywhere with my name
0: cool. well thanks for coming on i hope you guys thanks for enjoyed having this me this episode
1: um yeah all right well thanks
0: see you guys back.